0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fun and Games Podcast. It's Brittany here, your host, and happy Wednesday. I hope everybody is doing well and having a good day. It's exciting to be able to talk to you guys again and be able to get slowly back into the routine of things of picking up the schedule. And honestly, I'm really excited about today's episode. I was supposed to record the cutting versus bulking episode a while ago. Again, with everything going on, it has been put on pause, but today that is what we're going to be covering, just kind of running down what cutting is, what bulking is, and hopefully answering a lot of questions that I feel like I get a lot to help you along your health and fitness journey. To continue this segment, fun and gains, I'll say the fun and gain of this week is I'm feeling a little bit better. Also celebrating Vinny's birthday. I cannot believe he's another year older. I feel like I am still so young, but I'm like, he is getting older. So that means I am getting older also. I don't know. It's kind of crazy and fun and just absolutely amazing. I have... Loved being a mom, and before I get emotional, I'm going to read the review of the week to change the topic. This was in celebration of the 100th episode. It says, Samantha Wester, that's who this is from, I am cackling and I mean dying after this episode. First, I can't believe it's the 100th episode, but two, it was one of the funniest. I loved listening to both of you bounce off each other and hear all the laughs that made me laugh too. I definitely related to some of your gym confessions as well. Love your podcast, and I'm so grateful you do this. Thank you. Honestly, every episode with Darian is so freaking funny because he is funny. And what's funny is, as I was trying to recover from surgery, like I had abdominal surgery, I have three incisions that are very tender. He is just so funny. So I kept laughing, and I had to make the rule in the house between him and my mom. I'm like, nobody's allowed to make me laugh. Like, this hurts so bad. But then we ended up watching Wipeout, and it's like, game's over. I'm dying. So we had to turn that off. And I don't know, just it was really funny. And I'm glad to be married to such a funny guy I wish he could be on the episode and the podcast so much more but you know this man is a hot commodity in the healthcare world right now so now that we've done our funny game segment and weekly review let's hop into today's episode If you're new to the fitness space or new to these terms, cutting and bulking, I feel like is thrown around a lot, especially with people who like to lift in the gym and maybe you're even a newbie, but you've heard people talking about, oh my cut or, you know, oh, I'm so shreddy after this cut or, oh, I'm bulking, you know, for the gains and all that. Like maybe, maybe it is, or maybe that's not something you've heard before, but you know, if that's the first time. Hello and welcome to the world of the gym. So I'm going to break down both of these words and basically what they mean in simple terms and then talk about it as a personal trainer and uh, try to give my two cents. But again, it is hard to give specific advice because there are thousands of you listening. So I can't be like, you need to do this because obviously everyone has different backgrounds and different you know goals in their life. So this is going to be a really cool episode regardless. Let's chat about bulking. Bulking is, simply put, a caloric surplus paired with high-density resistance training for a period of time. This is a period of time. It is not forever. It's not like you just live in a bulk. I mean, some people do just live in a bulk, but when it comes to, you know, health and fitness and you're trying to actively seeking this out with intention, it is for a period of time. Same with cutting. The purpose of a bulk though is to fuel your muscles, to help rebuild them and grow them strong and just gain as much muscle mass as you can. That's why in that caloric surplus with lifting, that is like the optimal way to build muscle as quickly and efficiently as possible. When it comes to bulking, a lot of people throw around two other terms that mm, I'm not the most fond of, but let's chat about them. So people will do a clean bulk or a dirty bulk. And this is completely up to you. I'm just going to tell you what they are. A clean bulk is still an increase in calories and you're pairing that with resistance training, but you're trying to focus on the nutrients. Like the quality of the food you eat is still good. Even though you're eating more, you're still like, hey, you know what? Let me still prioritize my macros and my micros because you're still wanting to have the high quality nutrient whole dense foods, which honestly is so good for you and your body. So you're still watching, you know, your protein, your fat, your carbs, your, your eating fruits and vegetables, you're trying to, for the most part, you know, 80-20, 80% is whole nutrient foods, 20%, you know, can be whatever it is that you want other than that. Personally, and this is taking off my professional hat, I'm just speaking from Brittany of what I like to do, because this helps me keep my habits. I'm not just throwing everything out the window. I'm like, yeah, I'm eating more, but let's take the chance to fill up on like really good whole nutrient-dense foods that I also like, but still always have room for moderation I eat like that anyways. I'm just adding in extra meals. I'm adding in a little bit extra servings each meal as well. So that is the clean bulk. You're still increasing your calories, but you're trying to keep it. I really don't like the label clean, but focusing on whole nutrient-dense foods as opposed to a dirty bulk in air quotes. This is fueling with more junk food and people love to do this. They This is like their excuse to eat. All the donuts, all the cakes, they're not as focused on as nutritious items, which is fine. There is zero shame to either of these. Like You ask me as an individual and as a personal trainer, I, of course, have a preference of always trying to maintain healthy habits and healthy eating all in all, but there is plenty of people who are successful with doing a dirty bulk. There is a slight tinge and a downside to that because it does kind of mess up your Insulin, it can mess up your habits down the future if you're used to just eating a lot of, I again, I hate labels, but junk food, things that aren't as nutrient dense or as rich, just lots of that. It definitely does take a toll on your taste buds and then when you start eating healthy again, you're like, wait, this is so not good. I'm used to all of this sugar, etc. Everything is good in moderation. You guys know me by now in this podcast, but if you're a first time listener, I have to have that disclaimer. There is no shame around this. There's two different ways people like to do it, but I do have a personal preference, and I know that dirty bulking does sometimes lead some people to have other issues. So just keep that in mind if you're thinking of bulking. Something that is really fun, though, about bulking is you feel so strong and you have so much energy because you are fueled so much like your lifts your prs you just have strength you have stamina and you're feeling great that's something that i always love and chasing those prs and having the energy and fuel as opposed to cutting so cutting is a slight caloric deficit to shed your body fat while pretty much continuing resistance training to maintain as much muscle mass as possible this is also for a period of time okay cutting is basically a fat loss phase for a time I cannot say that enough. I feel like so many people live in the cutting phase or the restricting phase for so long that they just keep chipping away at their calories, slowly decreasing them time and time again until they're just like, I can't see any results. I'm plateaued. And truly it's looking at their intake and saying, well, you're not even eating enough to continuously take out calories. Like you need to bump up your calories first before cutting and There is a lot more, I feel like, that goes in with cutting because, one, a lot of people are not eating enough to start a proper cut. If you're eating 1,200, 1,400, 1,600 calories, you are nowhere near eating enough to decrease that. If I'm a personal trainer and if you were working with me, I would at least start at 2,200 to 2,400 calories to even start to have some kind of fat loss phase. I could really talk about this for a long time. I feel like I want to cover it in another podcast episode about reverse dieting of how you need to slowly increase your calories, get to a good place, and then you can start your cut from there. But truly, you've got to be in a good place to be able to start a cut, see results, and not ruin your metabolism. The two things that really stand out when it comes to cutting that I feel like I would want you to know is, one, you're still doing resistance training. Your training is the same with a bulk and a cut. What is changing is your nutrition. So you're eating slightly more with a bulk. You're eating slightly less with a cut. Your training is the same. With a cut, you want to try to maintain as much muscle mass as possible. So you really still need to be strength training, resistance training, and just focus more on your nutrition. You definitely are gonna have a lot less energy in workouts. Like, I can tell you from personal experience, whenever I am cutting back on my calories a little bit, I do not have near as much strength. I'm trying my best. And mentally, it is tough when you see the weight drop. Like, you know, you're used to benching or squatting, you know, 160 pounds, and then slowly that's getting less and less. And you're like, oh man, I'm just not as strong. You're a little bit more mentally tired. That is just how it is when you're slowly decreasing your calories. But again, this is just for a phase, right? Just a set period of time. Also, coming from a personal trainer, whether you're wanting to cut or bulk, your priority should always be to build muscle. So, strength training should always be the focus and then also nutrition, those two hand in hand. I will say, bringing it back to cutting, you're definitely going to lose more muscle mass during this process, but you want to keep as much as possible so you need to still send those signals to your brain in order to help keep what you have. I know when you're undergoing a cut, it can be really mentally challenging. So a couple things that I tell myself that is really helpful is, one, you're trying to keep muscle. You're not just trying to hustle to burn calories. Your focus should be, okay, how can I try to keep as much muscle as I can at this time just by adjusting my nutrition? And when it comes to training, I think doing any kind of novel stimulus of something that is new is going to help. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial, just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Britt. For me, for example, when I did my shred program, which is a little bit more of hypertrophy, endurance, and includes higher rep ranges. The reason why a lot of people like to do higher rep ranges on cuts is because you can't lift as heavy. So mentally for me, one, I'm in a better position because I'm still getting good muscle work. I know I'm doing maybe supersets and higher reps. So it's okay to use a little bit less weight. Whereas if I'm just going in for a five by five on squats and I'm not lifting 205, I'm not kicking myself in the pants. I'm like, oh, I'm trying to hit 10 reps or I'm trying to hit 12, 15 reps. So I, it's okay to have less weight on the bar. So for me, that's a really good thing to help when cutting because you can't lift as much at certain times once you get into it and also the second part is it is a novel stimulus so i really like to strength train and my rep range typically doesn't go above eight sometimes it'll go above 10 for dumbbells toward the end of a workout but it's really rare for me to do 10 reps on any major compound exercise whereas when i was doing my shred program A lot of those are higher reps. So I will do 10, 12, 15, sometimes even 20 reps of something, which is so new to my body. It is so stimulating and oh, this is new. It's sending those signals that are also helping me mentally clock in because I'm doing a different training, but also my body to help keep and maintain as much muscle as possible another thing that you can do is have longer rests between your sets while still doing lower reps so if you still want to try to lift heavy just have longer rest periods in between like three minutes four minutes and then go back into you know a five by five so that you can still bring up your energy levels and still lift semi heavy if you really want to personally I just think that supersets help me mentally or doing higher reps help because I'm doing more I'm feeling it and I'm not seeing the weight on the bar decrease as much and it kind of low-key gives me a little bit of an excuse to use less weight and not feel as weird I don't know why that is like anytime you might be able to relate but if I'm used to lifting 45s on shoulder press and I'm doing 35s I'm like oh do these people know I can lift 45s? I mean, totally ego, totally ridiculous. But I will admit full out, I'm like, man, I like lifting heavier, like I know I can do it. So it, it does get tough on a cut, but it's still, it's still fun. It's for a period of time, like you do not have to live in a cut forever. You're not gonna live in a bulk forever. And I hope that those things can help you get through a rough time or out of a rut when you're in one of those phases. The last thing I want to say is there are a lot of changes in your body, especially when you bulk. So sometimes you can see yourself getting progress and you might get a little uncomfortable and want to sabotage it. And I just want to encourage you to stay strong. Whatever your goal is, whatever your plan is, the program that you're following, stay strong with it and trust the process. So many times I see a lot of people who struggle with, oh, it's been a week and I don't see results, so they'll quit. Or, oh, I am seeing results, things are fine, so I quit. Or whatever it is, it can be really hard to stick with something. So uh, this is just your little words of encouragement to keep pushing. And talking about all of this is getting me so excited to get back into training. I finally feel like I have somewhat energy back to even think about training again. And this is the first time I have thought about this in a very long time and it's really cool and exciting and hopeful for me to be able to hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, get back to it soon. I am really looking forward to it. I know that after all of this surgery and healing, it is going to be a long road for me, but my body is pretty quick on adapting and I'm just going to be patient with it as it is getting back into the swing of things. But that's pretty much all I wanted to cover in today's episode. I probably should have done a little Q&A and answered direct questions. I think that could have been helpful, but maybe we'll do a reverse dieting episode, touch on this again, and ultimately to wrap and sum everything up, bulking, you're eating in a surplus, and you're still trying to resistance train send those signals to your brain and you're basically fueling your muscles to rebuild and grow stronger and stronger you can clean bulk you can dirty bulk that's up to you and then cutting is a slight caloric deficit to help shred your body fat basically decrease your body fat percentage see some more definition but you're still resistance training what's cool is both of them you're doing the same training styles you're just mixing up the nutrition and these are for just periods of time. You are not sitting in a bulk or a cut forever. Schedule it for eight weeks, 12 weeks, whatever it is, or whatever program you're on will tell you that. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I'm excited to get this thing back off the ground and get you some amazing episodes in the future. Thank you for being here. I think we're celebrating two years on the podcast soon, which I could not thank you enough for helping continue inspire me and cheer me along to do this so I can help provide you guys with anything that helps you always let me know if there's something else you want me to talk about. I'm happy to do that. And I actually really wanted to end with this segment. Since I am an official certified couch princess, I have been sitting on the couch for the past two, three weeks. I'm now three weeks post-surgery, but now I'm able to move around and do things. But those two weeks, I did not get up off of the couch, a certified couch princess. I wanted to talk about some of the things that I was loving, some of the things that I did to help keep me busy. And I just thought that this would be a fun way to end the episode. I was going to put it in the Beginning, but I really just sometimes like to get to the meat of the episode. I'm not somebody who likes to have the filler, you know, just shoved in there in the beginning. I'm like, all right, let's get to the juicy meat. So, I wanted to add this in the end. First of all, the pajamas. I'm a pajama girl now. I have been so sad that I love having the cool, like, matching pajamas. It's not something I've ever had. So, I bought a couple pairs off. H&M, like a really soft red Christmassy satin pair, and then a flannel pair. Love them both. They're my ride or dies. I also had a pair of J.Crew pajamas sent to me because someone was like, I heard you love pajamas, and it was like the sweetest gift ever. So love my green J.Crew jammies too. They are so cute, and it's perfect for the holiday season. The next thing is books. I'm obsessed. I literally just read The Stranger in the Lifeboat by Mitch Albom in 24 hours I could not put that book down I am obsessed with it it was a really sweet book it was a little bit of a mystery a little bit of like a survival book and you're like wait what's going on I have to know what happened and I just could not put it down another one that I love is The Alchemist I've read that now five times The Man's Search for Meeting by Viktor Frankl Darian read that and he's like I think this might be a good book for you to read right now love it I also finished The Shell Seekers which I am so sad. I love that book. I am sad it's over. I will probably re-listen to it. I'm attached to it. It was just such an amazing cute read. Very quaint like a little English book. I loved the narrator. I actually listened to that one on off audible but I also bought it for my mom so sometimes I'd like read in the book but it was just such a cute and fun read i loved this story it's so wholesome right now i'm just looking for wholesome stories also have been getting into painting which has been really fun i feel like that's something i've talked about on the podcast before something that i used to watercolor paint years ago but it has been so long since i've picked that back up so i've been getting into that again and it's been very refreshing also lots of shows i'm gonna be so honest with you guys (laughs) my mom and i who we watched we went on like a jane austen kick so we watched like Pride and Prejudice, etc. And then we also did a Lord of the Rings, <laughs> like polar opposites. We did a Lord of the Rings marathon. We were gonna do Harry Potter, but we were waiting for her to get back to do that because my dad is traveling for work overseas. So she was like, I'm gonna be alone. I wanna do um, Harry Potter. So I'm like, I'm gonna do Harry Potter too. But we'll do it later. We've been doing all the shows, Good More Girls, lots of Wipeout, like I said. And I'm trying to think what else. We did like a murder mystery marathon of... I'm trying to think whoever did the Murder on Orient Express and then also like the Knives Out series. So those have been fun and it's been a really good time. I genuinely am so grateful for my mom hanging out with me and being here for me during this time and Darian too, of course. So things are, things are getting a lot better and I'm healing and really being optimistic and hopeful. And with that being said, I'll talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye.